You're with Julian on the Brown Note and a review of Squid, the English band's second album called O Monolith. I'm not going to go on about the new wave of British indie. See any other English indie band for me to go on about it at length. Um, Squid are one of the uh, main alumni, um, I guess, with um, Black Country, New Road and Black Midi. Um, and they're sort of like at the very top of this. They're on there. A lot of these bands are now coming through with second albums. I just saw that this one didn't do as well in the UK charts, which is quite annoying. It's almost like the public got bored. But Bright Green Field came out in uh, 2021 and got great acclaim there from Brighton. And Ollie Judge, Louis Borlais, Arthur Ledbetter, Laurie Nankivell and Anton Pearson. And um, the, they're very much in the lineage of the, I guess, the spikiness and yelping of Black Midi. Uh, Black Midi moved on quite substantially with their last album, the Stunning album. Um, sonically went in very different directions. Um, so they're... They weren't sort of in that same place that Squid were, which is quite long songs. Um, I think quite a lot of them from that first album were, were actually pretty long. I'll just have a look at the track listing. And quite difficult. Yeah, so Narrator, eight minutes. Boy Racer, seven and a half. Pamphlets, eight minutes. Uh, and they kind of got into this very sort of long builds and um, aggressive yelping. And this time around, the album's very, very different, I feel. I think that it's got a lot of um, a lot more melodic. And he's dropped the... He can sing, and he seems to have wound back the yelping an awful lot. Um, which is Ollie Judge, the, the lead vocalist, who seemed to be doing it for effect. And I think it put a lot of people off. I don't know why this album isn't doing so well, because it is more commercial, I think. So O Monolith came out in June when I got this raft of albums and I forgot to review it. So here is a review of O Monolith and I actually think this is um, not getting the acclaim it deserves. So uh, Swing in a Dream is one of their finest songs that opens the album and it sets the tone that what we're getting here is a more melodic version of the band I feel rather than some quite punishing long-form songs. This is immediately a more melodic uh, sound, and his voice, even when it's a little yelpy, is carrying a melodic line here, which he does throughout this album, uh, which I don't, I don't recall happening that much on their first album. And the immediate addition of some sort of sci-fi synths in the background didn't sound like their last album either. And it's such a, it's quite a short song, I think it's um, one of their most accessible and very strong and um, doesn't stop them going demonic in the final quarter and becoming raucous. I think one of the things that happens here is they become raucous and yelpy for shorter periods. So they can blow up for a little while and then come back down into a melodic song a lot more on this album, which I think works a lot better. Um, there's a trumpet throughout this album. Um, is there a trumpet player in the band that just plays trumpet? Because I do not remember as much. I'm going to go back to my original. 
Laurie Nankerville is down as bass guitar brass, but um, it's very strong. The trumpet comes in the background on the second track and then into the foreground on a few tracks. Um, it's got a very, it's a short song, but it's got a very, uh, Devil's Den number two, it's got a very explosive chorus, which is instantly recognizable and um, quite like shatteringly loud, which is unusual on this one, I think a little bit more. And again, a siphon song, a dreamy sort of vocoder track, which is totally unusual for what I've heard from them. Three very different songs in a row, sonically, on this album. Um, it is like, it's almost abrasive and noisy, but um, with the melody behind it, which is um, a hallmark of this album. Excuse me. And it's got this sort of like fizzing noise in the background that builds and builds. And it it does remind me a little bit of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. There's a song on that album that has a lot of noise and like um, almost industrial noise in the background, but still quite melodic. Um, Undergrowth, I feel, is the centerpiece of the album. It's It's the longest. It is the longest. The track's sort of get longer now sort of over five and a half minutes for virtually everything else on the album um it's got really quite funky grooves um i just mentioned yankee hotel foxtrot i was kind of moon and antarctica sort of the the more sort of dancey stuff on the moon and antarctica by modest mouse um and even sort of like uh, mob from young team uh, when they're sort of like doing that herod sort of lurching um, not quite as aggressive as that, but the ly lyrically in it, it's it's a really cohesive album. Uh, and this one, I feel like, you know, are you a cynic just like me? So many options to be disappointed. Um, it's almost mocking hipster sort of thing going on here. Um, and uh, in that regard, I feel like their lyrics have stepped up a lot on this album. I didn't really. They seem to be much more sort of slogans on the last one. But in that regard, musically, I do think they're up there with um, Black Midi at the very top. Although Black Country New Road are in a, a kind of more of an internal, personal, emotional space. These guys are much more sort of polemic and looking at the world as a whole. Uh, track five, The Blades, is another sort of centerpiece one. And... <laughs> It made me feel about Black Country New Road, their last album, Ants From Up There. And this one's looking down on the people, sort of like Orson Welles in The Third Man, where he's where they're talking about people being blades of grass to be cut. And I just imagine, like, Squid up there looking down on Black Country New Road, uh, which is kind of what I just said about how Black Country New Road was sort of like the personal and interior and Squid are sort of looking at the whole world. And it's got this weird amalgam of between the red hot chili peppers and in rainbows by radiohead which i can't quite explain um it's got thousands of people down their blades of grass old enough to be trimmed it's really quite nihilistic and apocalyptic and that uh, coming apocalypse is a theme that i think is the coherent center of the album lyrically um after the flash is like it's almost like um under uh, sorry uh the blades is the is the apocalypse happening and um then you get after the flash is creeping dread sort of post-apocalypse almost um 
And the female voice and strings are a nice addition here to the sonic palette, which hadn't happened on the rest of the album. Um, and the, yeah, the, just the coherent lyrics, sort of like the, the rapture almost, got this sort of, um, it, it feels like it's going through the rapture in this song maybe more than even in um, Undergrowth, but it feels like the wheel, like that ever-turning wheel, I can't remember the exact quote, but where that gyre starts turning more and more and more until the wheel comes off, until the people at the extremities of the circle are spat out. And it does get quite manic. If I could keep it up is a lyric from that one. And um, I felt like that sort of midsection was the like the album plateauing. Um, it's almost like it goes through this apocalyptic rapture and sort of comes out the other side. And um, Green Light, uh, second from last, is sort of like a bit of a wake up. It's a much more upright song and shorter. The sunlight hits my skin life forevermore um sort of like being in this new universe i guess and then um a, a very sort of low-key but still driving final track with this amazing title if you had seen the ball swimming attempts you would have stayed away <laughs> which is quite something um and it sort of builds towards an end that you know in a movie would be like a gunshot it's not like a fade out at all i thought this was excellent i really did um I found myself really liking their first album and not loving it in the same way I would something like um, Ants From Up There because I found that it was a little bit hard to love because it was quite angular and jutting out and off-putting. Um, so it was kind of like a little bit punishing and I feel like Black Midi really addressed that with their incredible second album and made it... Um, I focused on the lead singer's personality and the lyrics a lot more. And I feel like I did that here. And I really like the fact that the um, Longform songs with yelping, atonal yelping, have given away, given way to more melodic, shorter songs where his vocals carry the, vo carry the melody of the song. I think that's a massive improvement for the band. I can't believe this album hasn't done better than the first one. What do people like? So I think this is superb. I definitely love it more than the first album. So uh, for Squid and the album O Monolith, I'm going to give a 9 out of 10, one of the best albums of the year. <laughs> 